0: Hello, educators and friends of educators. Welcome to the After School Talk podcast, where we discuss hot button issues in education and search for possible solutions. A podcast for educators by educators. This podcast is sponsored by The Right Effect. That's R-I-T-E Effect. The Right Effect provides an educational approach with a twist. At The Right Effect, educators learn how to use interventions implemented through school-based extracurricular activities to promote school belonging, academic motivation, and positive school culture. Check out The Right Effect at www.therighteffect.com. Again, that's www.therighteffect.com and follow him on Instagram at The Right right Effect. I'm your host, Dr. Dukes, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow educator, Mr. Dukes. Not only are we married, but we also have a combined fifteen years of experience in education. We want to say thank you for listening, and please subscribe to our podcast, "The After School Talk."
1: Hello, 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 hello. Um, so I want to say that I
0: gave him the hand signal. Everything he said, he wasn't
1: ready. Yeah, because she didn't tell me that she was going to do it. Like it just, you just she just you hit been me saying it. it
0: for the last episode it doesn't though. matter
1: yeah you did you did it and i would i will expect this from here on out um so uh thank you for tuning in to another episode of after school talk after school talk it is me mr dukes and dr dukes hello my dukes everyone
0: as we talked about in the last episode my dukes and pops
1: Oh yeah, we did talk about relationships and being my dukes and pops, uh, at school and whatnot. But before we get into the episode, what's some small talk we want to talk about today?
0: So one thing I do want to throw out there is that I saw on Facebook where a substitute teacher just got arrested because she took three shots. I think of vodka. What's wrong with that? On, on the job.
1: What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing.
0: I think every teacher was sitting there like, "Oh, it's one of those." <laughs> Oh, oh, she like got that.
1: caught. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what it is. She oh, got okay, caught.
0: Man. No, but seriously, you uh uh-uh. uh, hey, I don't mm. know how you could function and be drinking on the job around children. That's
1: right? Because I know. mean, my thing was it's like, what if the kids smell it on you? And what if like that's what I be thinking about? Paranoid. Paranoid. I don't like, know what. I don't. I don't even want that on my on my conscience or whatever. Um. But she was obviously having a rough day. Oh, definitely having a rough I think day, he, I think week, was- month. So uh, people... six weeks, nine weeks, semester, whatever.
0: Right, I think as educators, it was being reposted as a, a little bit of comedy, in, the, in this in it. a little comedy because it was like, ooh, <laughs> we we know this it's like to get home and have to de-stress. But I guess, she... but the thing was, she was a substitute too. That was the next thing. This this not even your permanent position, Are you stressed? Man, you got
1: fired from the. Oh, you know she got arrested. Yeah, man. Arrested. Yeah, not.
0: I'm pretty sure it was arrested. Anywho, the point was, she shouldn't have been doing that, and we know she won't be going into this as a full-time career.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Now, we did have the pleasure of um, being on a relationship podcast a few weeks ago. Um, Well, depending on when this air. It was a few weeks ago. That's what we're going to say. Um, But it was conversations with Mo, and uh, we know Mo. From being in the area that we're from. She lives here. Um, our families are close to each other. So she asked us to come on and talk about relationships. Um, you got to talk. You I, Okay, so i like to say I did my episode with you. But you had the pleasure of doing your episode with her father.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that was which cool. Which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Tony. Shout out Mr. Tony. He is, <laughs> he is <fun-y>. funny. Funny.
0: <laughs> it was funny with the both of y'all because... I don't know, y'all just was just having fun with it. And the episode, whenever she posted, it, it's Conversations mm-hmm. with Mo. And it is um, She's the One. That's what it's called. Yeah, she's yeah, the She's one. the One. So she has a whole episode, a whole series that she's going to do about marriage. So she had She's the One, then she did one, was Married Now, which mm-hmm. is a phrase from the movie Color Purple with Whoopi Goldberg and Open Went Free, one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. And um, that's with two women who were recently engaged. Yeah. And then I forgot what the name of our episode is.
1: No, I was married now. I thought that's the one. It doesn't matter. Uh, just Are we uh, now? I don't know. But the, but the point is, the is. <laughs> tune in to Conversation with Mo, um, and listen to uh, uh, all of her podcasts, and definitely you know try to listen to those those couple of episodes that that we were featured on and we were guest guests on. Right. Um. But yeah, shout out to Conversation with Mo. And uh, I think uh,
0: the other thing too that kind of inspired me to have like, eventually on our podcast had some conversations just about our relationship, because I think it's unique in the fact that we worked at two schools together. Absolutely. That is a totally different... And, and what's crazy, we, we've we had several people go, how y'all work together?
1: I just had that conversation in the last week at work, because somebody was saying um, they, their husband wanted them to come work in their office, and then somebody else chimed in, like, girl, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, wait a minute, but I actually had... A pretty good time working with my wife. So, do I have a problem? Yeah, we. Yes, I have a problem. You do have a problem. You said yeah. No, no,
0: no. yeah. I under. No, what I'm saying is I understand what you're saying. Like we never had any problems working together. We probably had more problems at home than we do at work. Right, right, right. At work was the best. And for several years, we used to ride to work together, ride to work together, ride home together because we were pretty much on the same schedule. But then as after school activities started to get, you know, just Whew. Yeah, just busy, busy. We weren't necessarily doing that, but we loved it. And then at our first school, there were like three couples that worked there. So I don't know. It just really felt like a family. Everybody was a family.
1: Yeah, it ain't for everybody, but we made it work for
0: us. <laughs> hey, don't Jay Z say that? It ain't for everybody. Yeah, possibly. And my whole future billionaire voice. Come on, dollars fall.
1: Come on, money. <laughs> Come on, money.
0: Okay, let's go into a quick ad real quick before we um get into our relationship topic. We're going to continue this topic of relationship for a while of how relationships are built and our personal experience with relationships um, with students or um, in this particular subject with our parents. But um, we want to give a shout out to Taste Buds. Um, chef Rails, who is a chef out of Atlanta, Georgia, is dedicated to bringing life to what is considered traditional dishes by offering customers his unique line of sauces. Check out his page at com. That's C-R-T-A-S-T-E-B-U-D-S dot com. Bottles are going fast, so order now. He has um, two flavors right now. I believe um, honey mustard and spicy. I think it's like a spicy barbecue sauce.
1: I think so. I don't know. But point don't know. is, one of them is what? Like a mustard-based, Yeah, mustard-based. And, and the other thing. one is uh, like a tomato-based. Tomato-based? Yeah. yeah. One spicy, one not. And
0: um, as Chef Rails would say, tell your taste buds to get with my taste buds so we can be taste buds. Hello. Yes, and I will say that bottles are flying fast because this is, he's a close friend of mine. And we are definitely celebrating him in this new adventure of um, offering sauces that you literally will, you, you you will scrape the sauce off of your plate, <laughs> which we have seen people do several times. So check him out again at crtastebuds.com.
1: All right, let's get into the episode. What's up?
0: All right, so we are going to discuss our lives as (laughs) the the son and daughter of educators. Yeah, it's um,
1: I just wanted to do that. Sorry. Um okay it's just one of those days all right monica no um but yeah we we're going to discuss our time as like you said uh children of of educators um yeah so let's get this started
0: so i started to talk about um we we've decided especially for those who know us personally we are going to preserve this episode for our mothers to discuss um our mothers who are educators we have a whole nother episode to talk about my father, the coach, Ron Ospry, <laughs> and his role as an educator and the relationships he built with his athletes. That's a whole nother episode. That could probably be a whole series within itself. So we are going to stick with the mothers for this episode, okay? So my mom um, originally worked for the planning commission um, for the city and ended up getting into education um, at the high school level. She was a uh, vocational teacher which I think plays a lot into why I enjoy student affairs. Um, she did vocational teaching for a few years, like several years, um, and then went on to become a high school assistant principal, then a middle school principal, and then she also worked in human resources for the school system and Title I for the school system. So that's her education background.
1: All right, and then my mom, um, she started teaching in, I believe, '83, '84, one of those. Um, so and she was teaching before you
0: were born,
1: yeah, she was teaching before I, I was born. Um, by the
0: way, my mom did that, my mom, my mom started like the year, I think, like one year after I was
1: born. Mm. But yeah, my, my mom, she uh, she started teaching, I think, either the year before I was born, the two years before I was born, whatever, in the early '80s, uh, at Hetzba High School, um, and then uh.
0: Oh wait, ain't know you were saying what high school? I didn't say
1: what mine. Oh well.
0: Sorry, my mom was working at T W Josie High School, home of the Eagles. Continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she started teaching at, at Hesper High School back in the '80s. Um, and she taught right up until this year. She just retired. Um, in June, and it's funny because my mom, like I said, she started teaching in '83, '84. Around that time, had me in '85. Talk for a while uh i'm the oldest of four boys and then she quote unquote retired when she had my my third brother which is the fourth dukes boy um so she she technically retired you know did a thing with that did a couple of years of actually full-time seven and then she came back to teaching full-time at another uh local high school and then uh and that was around 90 96 97 98 something like that and then uh, she taught right up until this past June, June twenty nineteen, and she's retired again. So my mama has technically retired. T- <laughs> she retired twice from the same school district. Um, how that worked, I don't know, but my mama made it work. She made it do what it do. But uh, but yeah, she's been teaching since like like I said, the early to 85 something like Jay-Z that. retired that first. Time. Slick, yeah. She, she wasn't, yeah, yeah, age wise, right. or on the job. She just right. like,
0: decided. I'm done. <laughs> yep. I just Damn. had my
1: fourth child and I'm I'm a go get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, You know what? I love this teaching thing so much, what she does. Like that's her thing. That's her thing. But um yeah, she came back to it and and talked for some more years. what's it? Almost twenty years. Yeah. That's over twenty years she came oh, yeah. back and talked. Mm-hmm. Jesus she what? came back and talked. My mom was wilding. But yeah, she just retired in June twenty
0: nineteen. Now uh for my personal experiences, just thinking back, uh, <laughs> my mom used to say that I was overdoing it when I was, uh, even when I was a student, where I was so heavily involved with things, where homecomings and spirit week and dance team and pledging a sorority and royal court on campus, it was just oh, trying are just stretching yourself out. But I can always think back to when my mom was an educator. Being in her classroom with all her students, making decorations for prom, working on the, 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 uh, the, uh, goodness, the FBLA and VICA competitions she was taking her students to and getting their blazers made and and going through trainings for them. It was like, Mama, come on, duh. <laughs> like, this is why I do what I do because she was very active in everything at her school. And then everybody in the vocational wing pretty much were the ones who were. Helping with those extracurricular things at the school. So I always remember the cheerleaders were um, going to um, Ms. Barnes' room um, to to have chilling practice, and she was always doing the oldest, what is it, oldest, Spock Meyer, whatever those cookies. You know, fundraiser cookies that you would oh, yeah, get. Yeah, oh, fundraiser lord! Cookie. Those things used to smell good when I was a little girl. So I remember coming they up to school. Still smell good. School, still smell good. You're right. Um, but I remember coming up to the school and seeing all the because I'm getting off from school, so they're out of school. So when I would come, that was the time that all the extracurricular things were taking place on campus. So that's like my vision of coming up to the school at an early age to my mom's classroom.
1: Um, my 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 kind of vision of coming up to the school was, I definitely went to uh my mom's first school that she taught at during early release days so um my mom would come pick me up from elementary school on my early release days and i would go sit in her class and it was i don't know it was always weird to me because my mama the teacher and my mama the mama are two two different different people people. so at home you know she getting on our case and all this kind of stuff but she's a little bit nicer in the classroom so when i got to the classroom to actually see her work it's like "Wait, wait wait this this child just did x y and z in the classroom and you just looked at them like you know what, Tony? It, okay, now let's let's make sure we get. Duh, duh, duh. It's like she having a teaching moment, but you're not getting on them like you would get on us at, right. at home and stuff Man, like that. So it was move. it was just interesting interesting to see her in that mode back when I was younger. younger.
0: That goes into the whole conversation though about the expectations they had for us
1: as mm-hmm.
0: students because they were educators.
1: Right now, yeah, now that's definitely something I, I understood as i got older she was i think my mom was so hard on us because of what she saw in her classroom so you know it was it's one story i never forget and this has nothing to do with teaching but it was one story i never forget one of her former students worked at one of the local grocery stores and he ended up uh getting a girl pregnant while he was in high school and every time we went to the grocery store it was like you will you will not end up like such and such. Now you, because <laughs> I'm telling you now, if you get a girl pregnant, you get out my house. You're gonna get a job. You're gonna you're gonna feed that child. You're gonna be there for that child. And da, 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 da. So it was a constant reminder every time we went to the grocery store. Like, nope, can't get can't get a girl pregnant. <laughs> can't get a girl. Mama gonna put me out. But like going back to the expectation, um, you know, her expectations were I think set, uh, you know, because of what she saw in her classroom. Um, us being on top of our work. Um, being independent as far as as studying and doing your homework, um, and and just being a, a full fledged learner, um, when it comes to to education. So you know, she wanted us to do our absolute best without her having to constantly be on our case. She right. wanted us to really do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I I think it really came from uh everything that she experienced when she when she actually taught um taught high school.
0: Now, my mother it's similar yo i think our mothers are similar um but i probably your mom and my dad are more similar and then your dad and my mom are more similar yeah i agree with that one thing about my mama is if you knew her in the county when she worked in education or even if you knew her outside but especially this everybody's first response when they find out i'm her daughter is your mom is so nice your mom is so sweet your mom is such an angel Because that's really my mom's personality. Like, Mm -hmm. just very nice, sweet person. However, I'm just like you. When she got home (laughs) and it was me, oh, it was totally different. Mm -hmm. So there were several times something that my mom would fuss about to me that is so simple that I could not understand why was I would leave tissues around. Like, I would, like, okay, like, you know how you little and you just blow your nose and you set your tissue down? Mm -hmm. Well, my mom would fuss. And then one day she finally told me, her students would leave stuff in the classroom. So it was just... <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm just lashing out at you because I ain't go off on the kids today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she also had that same mentality of she saw where her students may have made the wrong step mm-hmm. or made a, um, a misstep that cost them yeah, yeah. things. So it was a, a big push. If we went to certain places, like you said, a grocery store, we go to McDonald's or different places. And if she saw a student that she knew you know, this is not necessarily what you expected for for yourself, and she you would have that conversation with Right, me. right, right. So that you, because my dad would even do such stuff like that. You, I think we think when somebody is an alcoholic or on drugs or get in jail that they were just born that way. Right, but right. They, as the teacher, remember when they were just an innocent freshman, absolutely, and they, the whole world was in front of them. But mm. things happen, so right. I think they tried to put that in our heads, but of making the right choices, right, that right, absolutely, right, make the right choices. But I also think, um, academically, we could not, grade-wise, my mother was the mother that if you came home with a 95, she was going to ask you where the other five points went.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What what you mean you don't have 100? Where where do, what?
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, my my mom did the same thing. She would always question, like, if we got a B, it was, why didn't you get an A? Why didn't you get an A? And I I remember her students saying, you know, stuff like, Miss Dude, you, you, um... You know, you upset with your son because he got a B or a C. If I got a B or a C in your class, my mom be buying me a brand new car and stuff, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know that that pressure was always. I there. And let me back up for a second. My even though my mom is was nice in the classroom, I think anybody tell you she was nice but firm, like extremely firm. Like.
0: And for those who do not know, we both took her. Math we def-
1: yeah, we definitely both took her, took her. Took our math class the same <laughs> time. My mom was the kind of person that a tell you you failed a test with a smile on her face. And that it, it kind of it hurt your feelings, but it kind of brightened your day at the same time. It's like, oh, shoot, I failed. But she gave me a smile when she said it, so it's like there's still hope for a class. But
0: even if she corrected you in something, it was in a smile. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, no, look. She says stuff in a tone where she tries to get her voice like, all right there, Mr. Dude, you need to get it together over there. Yeah, she'd yeah, like yeah. That, and then she go, hee hee like, Right. <laughs> so you, you knew she that she was correcting you, yep. but it wasn't in uh like she was uh, to yell. I've never heard her yell. Right. I
1: haven't and, heard her yell since I met you. And and that's why I say she was different at, at home and in the classroom because at home it, that smile wasn't there. If she was telling us <laughs> she what was to do, four or what? Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but sometimes <laughs> I wanted that that at school. Uh, my mama, Dukes in the in the house. Like, bring that lady home with you. Don't drop her off at the mailbox and then pick up in the morning. But like, bring her home with you please do you remember
0: when you um forgot what the homework was you remember that story i
1: definitely remember that and this definitely. Is when she was your math teacher yeah she was my math teacher um in, again in high school she was my math teacher and i i can't remember if i went on a trip or just forgot the the assignment but um i went home and was like uh mom do you have the, the <laughs> do you have the what's the homework you know for tonight or whatever and she gonna talk about something, you better call one of your classmates. I'm like, You but you the teacher. You are the teacher. And it's like, you know, I'm we're home now, so I'm no longer the teacher, so you better call one of your classmates. And he's gonna say something like, you know, if 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 I wasn't your your mother, would you just be, you know, hitting me up to ask me what the homework was? They're like, No, but you are my mother and you're my teacher, so I can ask you whatever I wanna add. Of course I didn't get that because I would have got my teeth punched out, but that's what I was thinking though. In my head, I was going oh, What do you mean contact one of your classmates?
0: To give me the homework. No, but I think that's the uh, beauty of having her as a teacher. And I, I, what I appreciate is the legacy both of them left with, with their students. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a what's the okay? Hold up, I'm gonna say it like this. People think there's a blueprint to being a teacher, they think there's a blueprint, but there's but definitely
1: not. It's not, it's not, definitely it's not, it's not. not.
0: And <laughs> you have to have a genuine spirit about wanting to help, just help. Not necessarily make an impact and have your face blown up on the billboard somewhere, but I just want to make a difference in my students' life and help them. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of the interaction that I enjoy seeing with my my mother have with her students.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, was a, I, it was this beyond the classroom aspect. So for my family, one thing that was really big was um, assisting students with professionally how to develop themselves because mm-hmm. that's what she worked with, she worked with vocational work right? right so i remember my mom going to getting clothes for students for interviews i can remember her um helping students uh on, when she would go to their job and visit them giving them tips and things that they're dealing with a, a stressful supervisor or their times all those kind of things where it was more than just grades like mm-hmm. this, i want you 10 years from now to be making more money than i am at a successful job you, you you just had a good place in your life right because you learned something out of my classroom.
1: Absolutely. So Absolutely. I
0: think the same thing, even though your mom was teaching math, the same thing was happening. It was more than just math.
1: Absolutely. Um I could definitely say, um, when I started teaching, I was then teaching uh the children of some of the students that my mom taught. So my like my first couple of years of teaching, mm-hmm. I remember yes. parents coming in and saying, Mr. Dudes, are you the same Mr. Dude? Did your mom teach at you know at such such I'm like, yeah, that's my mom. She's like, oh, I love your mama. Like it was her class was hard as I don't know what, but she made it so much fun, da da. da, da. And um, you know, with her teaching math back in the eighties and the nineties, it wasn't a whole lot of room for her to be an advisor or a coach or anything like that. Matter of fact, I remember growing up always hearing the only uh subject related teachers that were coaches and advisors or your history history oh, teachers so yeah, yeah your social studies teachers were the good coaches good. Those were the only only one that could do it um so my mom's extra time went into prep uh, preparing for the classroom so a lot of her assignments that she created or a lot of assignments she had worked assignments that she actually created from scratch and like i said like 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 you just said uh earlier there was no blueprint at any time for her she created everything from scratch from from beginning to end ever since she started teaching so you know she was always that out the box uh, uh teacher um, where she didn't just go by the book and say do these problems and go from there she was always one that was doing a little bit more um than what you was you know really supposed to do as a teacher i remember several students Actually coming, um, coming to get tutored and stuff like that outside of, um, outside of the school and and not just her students, but you know students outside of her classroom and stuff like that. So her former students, yeah, her kids yeah kids used to come get. Yep, tour. yep, yep. So you know it. She she like I say, even with her being just a math teacher, quote unquote, she was definitely going above and beyond even back in the early '80s when she first started teaching. And like I say, I meet somebody now. It's like you know, is, is your mom this person from this school? And I'm like, yep. Yeah. Like you know, I, I really miss her. She one of a few people I remember. I never forget her and stuff like that. So,
0: I'm gonna interject <coughs> this because I will forget and I get mad at myself. That over the years, um, I started to recognize that there were students and parents who looked at your mom's classes like a burden, mm-hmm. or it's so hard. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness! And I'm just gonna tell a uh, call a spade a spade. I know in our county. There are people who run from the magnet school um, curriculum or right. the rigor of a magnet school, and she yeah. was at a magnet school, so she yeah. was at Aaron Johnson, and they will run from that and want to go to another school because it's going to be easier. Yeah, you, know, you literally hear yeah, yeah. kids say that, right? Yep, but then I think about a student that we ran into who he was the cousin, Devin's yeah. cousin, yeah, um, yeah. he was the cousin of a student that we had in our mentoring program at Cross Creek, and he talked about how when he got to college, it was thank. God, I took her class. Yeah, absolutely. And see, that's that's another whole issue within um education where yes, it seems difficult and it may seem like this is pointless. It's just too much work. But you don't realize the payoff when she knew she had students who were looking her dead in her face and saying, "I want to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Georgia Tech." And she knew what the math level was at those colleges. So I'm trying to get you prepared, so when you get there, your freshman year, it's not. I want to drop out. I'm never going to college again. Right. But I've taken this class. I'm very aware of what is needed of me, and then I can I can excel at it. Versus saying, oh, she's doing too much.
1: Right, right, right. And and one of one of her things uh, that she always said was, all right, once you made it through my class, you've been Dukasized. So that was that was her thing. And even like I said, even with growing up. And knowing about her being a teacher and stuff like that, I remember people saying, like, you know, being proud of the fact that they made a 100 or A, a or a B on a on a test because, you know, it's possible. Yes. But like I said, my mom was she was a hard teacher. Even before her days of teaching at a magnet school, she still taught, you know, like like she gave you the rigor. The rigor was there mm-hmm. in the classroom always that has always been her thing so if you came through her class please believe you know you were going to get exactly what you needed to succeed anytime outside her classroom and and beyond um so you know she she was she was definitely that teacher that just do what she needed to do to make sure you were gonna be the, the absolute best so if you came out of her class and, it was gonna be no question the absolute best based upon what you said you wanted right absolutely you know you some absolutely i
0: want you to know all of this information and I feel just like you because know you know it
1: exactly just Mm -hmm.
0: because but no you came in and said you want to be an engineer well
1: guess what so i'm gonna push you to that point (laughs) and you're gonna be ready when you get to the other side absolutely
0: then i i I think too we have different um oh goodness like special moments with our parents where it could be that that moment where i realized that they put they really did put their all into their students and built those strong relationships Mm and my number one example always be my mom and um, Shay Roundtree, mm-hmm. just the whole story of them together and going from a student in her class mm-hmm. at Josie, who he's the comedian in the class, he's the class clown, he's always been the the theater guy who likes to act. That he eventually. Ended up being in her program where he was going to compete in a in a, I think, a Vicar competition. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong, Shay or my mama, if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. But well, I was in, like, elementary school and all this happened. But I remember he was competing. He competed at, like, the district level and then won. And then, boom, state level and then won. And it was, now we're going to the national competition. Right. And just... The fact that I think they both inspired each other during that process, Mm -hmm. because she always tells the story about them, um, you know, preparing, getting ready for the competition, um, and how she kept telling him like this is like this is just something to be proud of, regardless win or lose, that you are going to a national competition, right? That you are a little boy from Augusta, Georgia, a little black boy from Augusta, Georgia, who goes to a predominantly black school who some of people would write you off as as being able to be successful but you're about to compete with the best of them right and once they got on the plane they had to go to kansas and i remember being sad because i felt like Shay was taking my mama like why is he my mama <laughs> supposed to be here with me don't don't go but you know my mama talked talk. she talked to me and explained where she was going but she said when they got on the plane you know back when they had the uh movies would play where everybody had to watch the same movie. Mm-hmm. You know, now we high class. where Oh yeah, you, you pick can pick this, you pick that. In the TV <clears throat> in front of you. But she said when the movie started playing, he said, "Miss um, Brown, one day I'm going to be on that screen. Mm-hmm. And you're going you know, to be watching me on that screen. Fast forward, and he's been on commercials, he's been in movies, he's been on TV shows, and it's just, whoo! All of that came full circle. And to this day, if he's home for the holidays, or um, it, uh, if he just anything just want to reach out they talk to each other they still keep in contact because they built that long-term relationship of uh almost a mentor mentee a school mom to the school son which is what you wanted you want students to see see you beyond grades
1: right right and, right
0: and and curriculum and a standard and and me inside this building it's bigger than that
1: right absolutely absolutely so
0: i think that that whole relationship really inspired me to say that you, you need to push a little harder like, it doesn't have to be where I just... Oh, you got to be in this competition. We're going to prepare for it, and that's it. But I really want to make sure that you cherish the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's yeah. Really, that's what I'm really trying to... Like, she made sure he cherished that moment and knew that that, that idea you had of being on the screen, it can absolutely happen, because look what we're doing right now. Right. We are on a plane to go to a national competition, because you did this.
1: Right. Right. Most definitely. Most definitely.
0: Do you, do you have any Do you have any students you feel like your mom, I guess... Hmm, that you can look on now and still see whether that two of them are close or they still have a mentoring relationship or the impact uh, is there? Your mom has so many students. Sure uh,
1: <laughs> I was about to say, because my mom has taught for so long um, and in the moment <laughs> students were more... I ain't going to lie. In the moment, in the classroom, students more so hated my mama, <laughs> yeah. um, for, a, for a lack not, of a better word. I, I'm not going to second that motion, but I am going to be
0: like, uh,
1: it was hard. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know. But I
0: got
1: through algebra. Absolutely. I got to I Absolutely. In, in Payne College with
0: no problem. So, thank
1: you. Absolutely. So, so, up, so yeah. <laughs> like I say, and, and my mom would agree, like, it went, during the moment you taking her class, you probably hate her for the whole year um but as soon as you get done and you realize you passed the class it was more of a wow i really made it through that class and it really wasn't that bad and then you get to the next level and you like okay this not that bad because of what i went through in her class so it wasn't it wasn't it's, it's not so much of a um built a mentor mentee relationship it's more so of a um, kids will now come back to her and say miss dude i really appreciate everything you did for me and i like i said i see that now with my kids that have parents that went through her i see that with 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 students that i meet you know just just out in the city or whatever, that find out that I'm her son. Um, I see that on Facebook that people send me a message like, Are you Miss Duke's son that taught that certain son, son? I'm like, Yes, I'm. And they'll ask me how she's doing, and they want to say they really appreciate everything she did. So, it like I said, it wasn't necessarily a mentor mentee type thing, but several of her former students will definitely now come back and say, You know what? I ain't want to admit it then, but now that it's all said and done, she was doing her thing in the classroom. Plus, I
0: think too, we. Your mom
1: started to be more active extracurricular way after we graduated. Absolutely, might even been matter, matter of fact. That it was, bro- was like it when was when your brothers got there, and or I, right when they graduated. I will say, um, while we was in high school, she did take over the math team, um, while we were there. She but she up with Spirit Week and prom. Right, and I, right, right. But her involvement, yeah. But her <laughs> involvement with the school definitely increased towards her. Probably the last ten years of her teaching. Um, the Miss Dude back in, you know, the early 80s, uh, 90s, um, she was really about giving you what you needed in the classroom, and, and that's pretty much but
0: it. But also, she was raising four,
1: four boys, yeah. four boys, four kids, yeah, yeah. whatever. Right. So,
0: I don't think she had the time to definitely had a time she was leaving school it was to go
1: and right be and she was working activities. on on her masters at the same time right. during that time period so say, all you know it was activities
0: we didn't even catch that all of y'all,
1: y'all all, of, all of our act, y'all active. um
0: I'm, I'm telling you the southern will come
1: out <laughs> I'm telling you. but yeah in in her later later years of teaching you know all the boys out the house and she definitely has more time she definitely got more involved with with the school activity like you say working with prom uh, being on that committee, working with uh, Spirit Week at, at the magnet School, um, being with the Math Team, and that Math Team, she made that grow from having a few, you know, eight, nine, ten members to, all right, we're going to Georgia Tech Math Competition. I need a whole bus for my for my kids <laughs> alone. So it's like you you done went from eight or nine kids to a whole busload of kids. All excited about being a part of the math team and and competing with each other because on certain math math uh math team trips you can only take a certain number of kids so now they're competing with each other to make sure they one of the ones that's going to represent the school so which
0: is good that 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 is a big
1: deal oh yeah That's a huge deal because oh as, yeah
0: as we look at. Kids just don't like math. No, it may not just be interesting in the dynamics in the confines of a classroom, right? Because right, right. I I can see where kids would do it for the competition mm-hmm. and um, being the exposure of going to different campuses. Yep. where that that make that makes it worthwhile. Then
1: oh yeah, well, I remember even being at Georgia Tech and my mama called me like you know we got the Georgia Tech competition coming up and um and I went and met them at the uh, at the CRC the, the rec center. And uh, seeing all the kids get off the bus, I'm like, damn, my mom really brought a busload of kids from Augusta, Augusta Georgia, <laughs> to a math competition at Georgia Tech. And well, how you felt about it when you as the math team advisor
0: and your mama as, as the math team advisor
1: ended up at events together? Right, and now I'm competing again, again, like, again. I'm like, that's, that's your mama? mama over there. <laughs> yeah, now, that that was a trip. And, and you know, even even at, at those times, um, she would always come up and ask me, did I need anything, did my students need anything? And, you know, just coming from the background that my students did come from, we definitely didn't have the resources that other schools had. Um, So my mom would always look out for me, bring extra calculators or, you know, just extra whatever. And just always check on me and my group to make sure we needed, you know, everything that we needed to to really everything compete. Because um, right. she was she and she made it known like that's that's my son over there. That's his group over there. Well, so I'm going way, to check on them.
0: My favorite is when she accidentally called you by your nickname in front of your students.
1: That, that wasn't. That, that right.
0: was hilarious. <laughs> those kids were so ready to come back and tell me,
1: Mister no, <laughs> Do. Okay, okay, and about. she, yeah, don't say, say them. N- nope, you're I not gonna say my nickname. I mean, no. Uh, I yes, mean, okay. no. Okay, <laughs> no. it doesn't matter. But like, the kids can listen to this and
0: comment. All those who were at the man comment. What group was that? I don't know. Oh, oh, really? Nope. Okay, so I know that you've had Cartiana or Anaya. I'll I'll tag them in the post. Whatever. <laughs> you guys, what? <laughs> What's Mister Do's nickname? Where's Mama? It dog? doesn't
1: matter. All right. Nope.
0: Well, I don't even know what I want to say next. This has been interesting. Just reflecting on having parents that were. Oh, I'm gonna tell you one thing we didn't talk about. Well, that. Now I know this was. I don't know how it was for you, but this was this how it was for me. Behavior wise, you did not want to get in trouble when your parent is an educator because no, it was like that. Oh, and it's just annoying. Like every other kid, I feel like I get away with stuff, but I can't because you used to work with my mama at this school and you're going to tell her <laughs> all that kind of stuff.
1: and and let me clear one thing up some people think and it, it's not even the word that that you are you might think some people think oh your mom and daddy you know work at the same school you attend um you're gonna get in trouble all the time it wasn't even that it just got to a point of aggravation like every little thing i did you going to tell my, my my mom about it and she looking like if 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 another student yeah if i didn't work here would you really be telling me about this no you wouldn't so my mom pretty much like stop telling me i don't want to know nothing about that you treat him like a regular student you contact me like you would a regular uh parent i'm while we here i'm not his mother so don't come and tell me every little thing and then it got even worse when my brothers the two under me um they're with they were in the same grade so you know that's two times the quote-unquote trouble in the school and she really got fed up with it where she had to put the foot down and it's like hey do not <laughs> call me about my sons well, at all wait actually
0: should say, don't call me it's you come up to me you're coming up to me in the hallway right coming down to my classroom right this? right Setting up a parent teacher conference if there is an issue with right. discipline or grades Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Which I will say because of them, I I knew I never wanted my child to work at the same school that I attended. That I I mean You
1: know you didn't want you wanna you didn't to want to work at, at the same, same school, school your child attended. attended. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. I just didn't
0: because when we say simple stuff, it could be now you know John didn't have his, his pencils in class today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people don't realize this sometimes. Um I really applaud those teachers who do the positive phone calls yeah, to the yeah, house yeah. because when you, um, when you come to a parent with a negative um, uh, interaction with their child, you can't help but as a parent feel like that's a reflection of you. Yeah. So I'm going to give you an example, something that our child's teacher said the other day that I wanted to go, don't say that because I don't, I don't like the way he said that was I can tell which parents are reading with their kids at home and which ones are not. So if my child is not a accelerated reader, you're going to reflect that on me? That, that that necessarily not necessarily is that's what's going on we could be at home reading just mm-hmm. you know she may not be as, as a strong reader a strong reader right right right. so i was thinking the same thing of i know as an educator if you're in your classroom setting a standard of this is what we this we do and your child just takes one step out of their box mm-hmm. it's almost like mm-hmm, you, you in there telling your students to do x y and z and your own child is not doing that in my class so it becomes a uncomfortable <laughs> feeling yep. but I, I agree she handled it very well Of I'd rather you right, I'd rather you make a whole list of everything that's going on and have it ready for me in a conference versus when I'm in the teacher's lounge or when I'm on my planning that you just pop up and tell me little tidbits about my, my child all day
1: right Yeah, that, right, really, right.
0: that wasn't the most <laughs> And
1: then the baby boy ended up going to a whole different school, so yeah, so he didn't to experience it. Yeah, and I, I think my it. my mom was was glad about that anyway, cause she didn't want to deal with that no more after me. And we, it wasn't even that I was bad or my brother was bad. Like I said, it was just telling telling on every no, every, every little thing <laughs> that we did. So um, y'all were, y'all were
0: definitely excellent.
1: We weren't excellent. No, y'all, 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 y'all
0: and really and truly think about it though. You really were. You your mother did a good job raising you. Your mother. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. To actually, have four boys yeah. who are Mannerable and um, respectful and intelligent and helpful and it's it you know everybody can't say that right so that's why I feel like they they still did a great job um oh man I was gonna say one more thing but not about that like to hey you made me forget sorry it's your fault well you guys we gonna we gonna wrap this up anyway we are um hungry. Are we always hungry? I think we always hungry. That's
1: just... It's just. It's because we record podcasts right before lunchtime.
0: Yeah, we normally Yeah. And so this normally our stomachs to let us know. We don't even have to look at the time. Like, right. Oh. We're like, oh, time, <laughs> oh. time
1: you know, to I'm start recording. That, that's a wrap. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so please make sure that you share this podcast with others. Um, that you have these conversations after school with your, with your co workers. Talk about the relationship that you're building with students and. Sometimes that can help recharge you when you think about the differences that you made. And especially, I'm going to say this to my elementary people, sometimes what the difference you made won't come around for a while. It'll take a minute for that student to get all the way into the you know 8th grade or 10th grade and remember that you were you are their favorite teacher as a first grade teacher or a kindergarten teacher, which I l- loved all of my elementary school teachers. So just remember the relationships you're building, especially your extracurricular activities that you are trying to build a strong relationship with those students. So share this podcast after School Talk. Um, subscribe on, what we got? Spotify.
1: Spotify, Podbean. Podbean. What's, um, and iTunes. And
0: iTunes. Thank you. Uh, also give it a good review. Go ahead and hit them five stars, right? Listen, you got to know how to ask for stuff. So. Like it up, like it up, like it yeah, up. Yeah, go ahead. Um, share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. Uh, Twitter. If you, need, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Dr. S. Dukes on Twitter. Just had a couple more former students follow me. And send me I miss you messages. (laughs) So I love them. And we will be back next week with a new episode.
1: Adios. You
0: need a new.